Hey, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Daniel Umstead. I am the host of the RNG Radio Show and also the owner of the Robert Nathaniel Group. I want to thank you so much uh, for joining me this morning and what a beautiful day it is, um, despite hearing <coughs> sirens first thing in the morning. So for those that are living in Philadelphia, um, you probably know about the uh, curfew and everything like that, but waking up, I'm used to just waking up to peace and quiet or birds tripling. Tweet, 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 little tweet, tweet, tweet. Now it's like, wee-hoo, wee-hoo, I'm like, oh my God, people, can you just go home? So uh, with that, you know, there's usually these anxiety buildups. So before I get into the credit repair, you know, resume writing and such, I, I wanted to talk about your health um, with all of this and things that you could do and things that we're actually going to do right now um, on the show to go over ways to lessen that anxiety without having to, you know, pretty much um, take two bottles to the head to uh, get rid of this anxiety. Because once um, you take a bottle to the head, um, that anxiety is going to come right back and even in so much worse ways. So I was on... Yeah, sure, I'll accept Healthline. I'm on Healthline.com, <clears throat> and it goes over 16 uh, simple ways to relieve stress and anxiety, but I'm only going to uh, pull a few out um, that we could go over today. So the uh, first one is light a candle. Honestly, they, I was like, that's it. So merely just lighting a candle. Uh, the lavender smell is actually supposed to be a uh, type of tranquility so that way when you do smell it and you know you are breathing it in that aroma and everything like that will eventually calm you down nine times out of ten this is why usually when you know uh for those that do the psychic readings they typically will light a candle um, i believe there's more deeper stuff into it but ultimately it's like hey let's let's bring it down folks we're just going to calm it down here a little bit before we go into what we need to get into and um therapy sessions as well they will uh, light a candle. So using essential oil. So if even if you do have something uh, of an essential oil that you can plug in, hey, plug it in. Um, incense, same thing. Light an incense and um, get the party going. Uh, this one hurt me because I was like, wait, I don't want to though. No. Reduce your caffeine intake. Yes, believe it or not, that cup of coffee in the morning or even that soda is not helping you at all. So look at reducing your caffeine intake. Now, if you're the type of person that drinks four cups of coffee in the morning, you might want to cut it down to two, then down to one, and, uh, you know, eventually where it's completely done. Um, they put down here, um, now they say this in regards to this, uh, if you notice that caffeine makes you jittery or anxious, consider cutting back. So if you've already got anxiety built up because, you know, uh, certain recent events, blah, 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 you know, then uh, by all means look to cut it back, you know, until your body is at that level where it should be. Um, studies do show that coffee can be healthy in moderation, um, but it's not for everyone. Um, wow, I, this this got me, folks. In general, five or fewer cups per day is considered a moderate amount. I'm just usually doing one a day, but now I can up the ante so I can be considered moderate. Um, the other thing, uh, and this is uh, for you know those uh, that like to write with pen and paper and even type it up, write it down. One way to handle stress is to write things down. So 
here's my added to that, you know, um, when you're writing things down, also write down your goals. What are you, you going to do after this? What are you going to accomplish once, you know, all this blows over, once you can't get back into the city, if you are in that type of situation, or, you know, what's going to be your next steps uh, to reach your passion and reach your goals. So, uh, chew gum. Stick a, stick a gum in your mouth, start chewing, and just uh, go at it. Now, don't be getting no gum that's going to be like a was it uh, juicy fruit back in the day juicy fruit was amazing that first 10 seconds after that why did it get so dry oh my gosh so go and find some gum i would highly recommend i think it's five or extra definitely extra I, that one and um it's a little one to look like a uh, chiclets uh i'm looking right at it uh, for breeze or something like that, but definitely the extra ones will work. Um, laugh, find something funny to watch and just laugh. You know, put on an old episode of uh, something on Netflix that you used to watch, Hulu that you used to watch. Put it up on your phone, but something that's going to make you laugh uh, to overcome that. Excuse me. In the long term, laughter can also help improve your immune system and mood. And then um, the uh, last one uh, that I wanted to uh, go over with is um, listening to soothing music. Now, what I do, and I'm actually going to put a sample out here uh, for it, is um, I typically put on this uh, Spotify playlist called uh, Chill Hop. Now, Chill Hop is available on uh, YouTube. You know, if you, I, should, I shouldn't say if you have access to YouTube, but pull it up on YouTube uh, because if you don't have access, then you can't watch me. So I want you to watch me. So on YouTube, if you find uh, Chill Hop, you'll actually um, really enjoy it. And let's give a sample. Hey, Google, play Chill Hop. All right, Chill Hop by Hip Hop Lofi, Lofi Beats. Playing on Spotify. Wait this. Watch this. Here we go. Here we go. Come on, Google, I'm live. Come on. Come on. You know what? We're just going to pull it up on the old-fashioned way on the phone so that way you guys can get an idea as far as what I'm talking about. I hate when this happens. See, this is the part where I don't like about being live. You know, I'm thinking everything is going to be back-to-back. -back. We're going to be good to go uh, and such. And then I got to deal with that. And all I'm trying to do is play y'all a little sample. Ready for it? So find some type of soothing music to mellow you out, get you calm, get you cool, you know, to make you feel relaxed. Because the whole thing about having anxiety is that you get pressures up. You're like, what is going on? I'm trying to get this done. I'm trying to get that done. And for me, somebody who thinks of the world as a whole, you know, I, I'm thinking that, oh my gosh, this is probably going here. Um, in this county, I'm pretty sure they're dealing with this. I know that they're dealing with it in this county. And of course, you can't change the world. You know, some people just feel like that naturally because I have the love that they want to bring or they're just really, really concerned as far as what's going on with the rest of the world, um, such as myself. So, folks, you know, find ways, you know, and it doesn't have to be these. I told you there were 16. I obviously didn't go through all those 16, but find something. You know, this is my motivation. I wanted to start with this just because of recent events, because um, 
the more that we talk about, you know, the situation at hand, the less we get to improving upon ourselves, you know, the less we take away from how we can grow within ourselves. So to do that and to combat with that, if you are feeling stressed and if you are feeling anxious and it's like, oh, I don't know what to do. Um, my anxiety is building up. Try those steps or look for some steps that will help you out in the long run. So um, starting off, as we always do, with credit repair. Now, for those folks that are looking to get credit repair and get uh, signed up to fix their credit, 267-702-3756, I'd be more than happy. Now, I went to badcredit.org and there is a uh, article updated as of June 1st. So this is recent, folks. Today's June 2nd, 2020. This was done yesterday, June 1st, 2020. So the expert, 2020 expert opinion, does credit repair really work? So um, the first paragraph goes like this. Does credit repair really work? It's a question that has been asked by countless times by consumers whose credit score has fallen on hard times and who are ready to get their financial life back on track. So they answer yes. Can you believe that they answered yes? This person had this expert opinion and said yes, but so long as your items qualify for dispute. What? Dan, but you do credit repair. Is that the same for you guys? Yes, folks. Yes, it is. Please understand something. We can't just immediately go straight in. No credit repair can just immediately go straight in and say, hey, listen, I don't have your social. I don't have any information about you, but I can guarantee you five of those items on your credit report are going to be removed. Nobody in their right mind is able to do that, folks. I, I want you to understand that nobody in their right mind is able to do that. The success stories that we have had, I'm pretty sure later on down the line, I'm going to have somebody who's like, damn, this credit repair program didn't do anything for me and have to uh, work on refunding their money. That's fine with me. But those countless others, those countless others who, you know, need that credit repair fix, need those items removed, had repossessions, had medical bills showing up, you know, and they need to get their credit fixed. By all means, they will see that improvement. But yes, there are going to be those few that is like, hey, um, my, my um, items aren't qualified for being disputed. Okay, then that's fine. You know, there's going to be something that's automatic. I can't dispute my uh, car note right now, but it's going to be listed on my credit report. In addition, I did send it off with my credit dispute letter saying like, hey, they're right there, Emma. Mm, I don't know what you're talking about. That that is not mine at all. And it's like, what you're currently paying on? What? Say what? I am. That is something else. That is something else. Oh my gosh. So please know that you know, um, with your credit repair, yes, there's going to be certain items that can be removed. There's going to be certain items that cannot be removed. So, um, and essentially, this is sums it up, folks. This is why credit repair is not that hard at all. Credit repair is a process of disputing items on your credit report that are unfair or an inaccurate representation of your financial history. That's it, folks. Honestly, that's what we do. But here's the thing. You can easily go to annualcreditreport.com. You can easily pull up your credit report. You can easily pull up Experian, Equifax, and TransUnion address, PO Box information, and you can easily draft up credit dispute letters and send them off. And that's it. That's it. They're gone. You can send them off and be like, ah, I did a good deed today. But 
You yourself don't have 12 free services included with that credit dispute letter. You don't have services such as privacy armor that ensures you up to a million dollars in case something bad happens or uh, you fall across any type of identity theft. So these are the things that you know are included. Uh, we go over wills and trusts, we go over credit monitoring, we have a group of credit attorneys that we work with. That group, I do not know, could be three people, could be five people, could be 50 people. But let me tell you something, when you actually do your credit dispute letters, please let me know if you got a lawyer in your background or somebody that you can reach out to, to inquire about that folks. I'm not trying to hard sell you, but what I am trying to tell you is that the services that I provide will always be yours out 12 to 1 if you do it on your own. It's just inevitable. So, um, now, how this uh, increases, you know, the items most likely to be successfully disputed. Um, the best way to have credit repair success is to know what to expect from the process before you get started. So folks, uh, the website that I have um, goes over all of that, breakdowns. You know, if you go into it with an inflated sense of what you'll accomplish, you'll obviously be disappointed in the end. It took me three months, folks, to get started with this credit repair program because I took my time, I did my research. So those folks that are looking at this today, hey, if you come back to me around um, September, October, and say, hey, Dan, you know what? I did my research. I see that I wasn't improving up on my own. I'm ready to get started. I don't have a problem with that. What I don't want is for you to think that you got to wait a year or two to see actual results. And that is not the case because of something that you want to do on your own. Um, they also go over as far as the type of items um, that can be looked at. So you have erroneous items. These are the easiest type of items to dispute. It's one that is just flat out erroneous, like uh, spelling mistakes or misreported amounts or information. So something as basic as far as somebody named John Doe Jr. and John Doe Sr. John Doe Sr. has $10,000 of debt. Yet somehow John Doe Jr. was the one that shown with the $10,000 debt. So with that, it's like, okay, here's the dispute in regards to, all right, well, you got some misinformation, so obviously this is mine. So those are the quickest ones, but believe it or not, folks, a lot of people don't look at their credit report and see that, oh, wow, this is actually um, viable that can be removed. Uh, another one that can be removed is outdated items. Another type of disputable item that's generally easy to fix are items that are outdated. So these are things that should have been removed you know, from the Fair Credit Reporting Act that should have been taken off from your credit report because, hey, they're old. They, they have no <laughs> reason being on there in the first place. Uh, fraudulent items, if you've ever been the victim of identity theft, uh, you can wind up with fraudulent accounts on your credit reports. So that's another thing that needs to be looked at as well, folks. And most of these hackers and the people that are doing identity theft and fraud, for the most part, they know what they're doing. So they know that, hey, this person is making 60000 So if they're showing a debt of $500, but if they do that 10 times over, 100 times over, 1,000 times over, it's not going to affect that individual person. But in the long run, it will. So these are the types of things that you need to be looking out for on your credit report. So you're not dealing with identity theft or fraud. And up substantiated items. The last of the frequently disputed items are those accounts and reports that cannot be substantiated by the information providers. If they are not able to show that the debt or derogatory mark really belongs to you, the credit 
brewers will remove the item. So those unsubstantiated items um, could be the ones that it's like, hey, we're pretty much stuck here, um, you know, with it. So kind of like my car note example. Hey, um, you, you're paying this. What? Am I? And you're showing that it's current. Is it though? Is it? So a lot of people, you know, try to flip flam and get over. Um, I, I work with a lot of vendors um, in the call center and typically we do hire a lot of fraud analysts uh, for the call centers. And a lot of times that they come across is people trying to get over on the banks themselves saying like, I have no idea where that purchase came from. I have no idea. And sometimes they get a credit back on their account. Sometimes they don't. But what to look out for and what's interesting is that you know that the bank allows a certain number of credits to go onto a person's account can you believe that if somebody says no i didn't pay fifty dollars for that even though they got it in the house they're looking right at it. they got the receipt sitting on top of the item but yet but yet but yet people still will fight and say no that wasn't mine and then the vendors themselves or the banks themselves will provide that credit i, I say this um because you never know what you're going to expect. You never know uh, how, you know, disputing these items on your credit report is going to come back to you. And you got to remember, Equifax, TransUnion, and Experian, they're all for-profit companies. There's nothing about them that says nonprofit or we're trying to help ourselves to uh, credit repair or assisting folks with credit repair. Um, everything is about money, money, money. So, going to them, you know, and disputing items that it's not making the money, they might just say, you know what, you're absolutely right, this actually doesn't belong to you, cool, we'll remove it. And that's that, folks, that's that, and it's that simple. All right, now, on to the next thing, which I actually want to thank my son for this one. I was talking to my son last night, and I said, hey, kiddo, what should I be going over with folks um, in regards to real estate. So first he tells me, oh, well, dad, why don't you uh, talk about how they can purchase a house during COVID-19? I was like, son, I actually already went over that. I was like, what else? He was like, well, how to invest? And I was like, how to invest? You know, I'm always following other folks on how to invest in real estate, but I never share the information on how to invest in real estate. So with that being said, I have here from NerdWallet actually, how to invest in real estate, five ways to get started. So first one, buy real estate investment trust. Now, I just wanna make it plain and clear with the real estate investment trust is something similar to like a mutual fund. So you're pretty much purchasing into it and you know with mutual funds, hey, they are mutual. So more than one individual is pretty much going into the same trust fund as you are. The benefit that you have is that once everybody goes in and is purchased property, then the rest of the amount is first. Kind of like when everybody goes into a stock um, and then when the earnings come out and it gets dispersed, that's pretty much the same way. Uh, but I am only going briefly over these things because there is so much information in regards to how to invest in real estate that even if I was an expert in the field, I don't want to throw you off on the wrong path because you should be doing your own research, okay? Don't be just saying, oh, Dan knows about REITs. I will look into REITs. Oh, hello, Rian. How are you today? It doesn't work like that, folks. You got to Google. You got to check out YouTube videos. You got to talk to people. You got to connect with folks about it. Uh, using online real estate investing platforms. So certain things as far as like crowdfunding, um, 
there's another one as well where you're pretty much doing similar to the same things as Rio, but you're actually um, working with other individuals on an online platform to uh, get to where you need to be at. So crowdfunding, I believe it's called, is uh, one way where you pretty much put money in, but it's um, the fancy, or I should say simplified way of it is putting is that it's a GoFundMe page, uh, but that GoFundMe is uh, tied specifically to the type of property that you're gonna be investing and looking at. Uh, number three, think about investing in rental properties. Simple as that. Find a property that you got to rent out or look for those rental properties themselves. Number four, consider flipping investment properties. So especially at a time like this, a lot of places are going to be at a point where their renovations are getting halfway done. The rehabs are getting halfway done. So those investment properties, hey, you could possibly go in, sweep in, completely get rid of, done the rest of the work, and then put it right on the market by reaching out to a realtor. 267-702-3756. And last but not least, running out of room. So if you have a house uh, similar to the one that I have right now, I like my privacy. I would love to do it, but I, I like my privacy. Um, you can look to running out of room. Now, where I'm at right now is a three-bedroom, uh, one bath, and definitely our middle, my middle room is way wide open. But to have somebody in there that's possibly a stranger and they really don't have their own personal cutoff access, um, where they have their own personal privacy. Uh, the reason why I say this is because the uh, door handle had broken off. It's, um, it's a very old house, very old house. But um, if you do have the capacity and you do have the space, definitely rent out a room or rent out the basement. Um, I had a friend of mine, a uh, frat brother, uh, when he started um, or coming out of college and everything like that, he was living down in the basement, but it was a full finished basement. He had his own private access and walkway, and he could pretty much go there at any time. Meanwhile, the owners lived right above him. You know, so if you have something like that, which would be perfectly ideal for me, then definitely uh, look into that. So those are five different ways that you can look to investing into real estate, folks. Um, and last but not least, since we already went over motivation, I wanted to go over in regards to finding a job. Now, finding a job right now might be on a delay because the jobs that you want aren't available or the office that you're looking to work in isn't even open. So I went on to Indeed.com and they have 10 six-month certificate programs that lead to high-paying jobs. I'm just going to pretty much go through all of them. Um, and let you know what the average salary is based upon Indeed, so that way you get an idea. Emergency medical technician, fourteen sixty-five an hour. Uh, funeral director, eighteen ninety per hour. A uh, brick mason. Now this one might be a little bit difficult because certain places aren't allowing construction to be done right now. But in the long run, uh, definitely uh, don't forget. Also, there's going to be uh, certain areas as well that you can go to. But brick mason, that national average salary is 20.51 per hour. Personal trainer, 21 per hour. Now with a personal trainer, honestly, you can just uh, start doing workout videos and get fit and then show everybody how fit you are. Um, medical coder, 21.64 per hour. A firefighter, um, the national average salary starts off at 44,505 per year. So in A, they are still considered essential employees, so definitely something to look at. Air traffic controller, which I didn't know about, uh, 47202 per year national average salary. 
uh, automobile service station manager, $23.59 per hour. A real estate broker, $71,287 per year. Folks, uh, let, let me explain something here real quick. Um, and I'm just going to give you the basic, 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 basic. If I were to sell a $200,000 home, typically I get, uh, you know, as the uh, buyer's agent, um, you know, if I find a buyer that's willing to purchase that home, 3% of that 200000 comes out to be 6000 Now, to get up to that 72 marker, I would need to sell 12 homes. That's one house per month. So with the real estate broker, it's not so much in regards to getting there in about six months because to become a broker, you become the salesperson first. Now, this is just for Pennsylvania. I don't know about New Jersey, Delaware, all the other states, but for Pennsylvania, I will tell you this because my plan is to become a broker, but I will tell you this. When you start off being a real estate salesperson, you need to be a real estate salesperson for about one to two years. After that second year marker, then you could look to uh, becoming a licensed broker and then uh, gravitate from there. So, uh, but yeah, um, if you were to sell one house, um, that's 200,000 on a monthly basis, um, you'll, you'll reach that 72,000 per year marker. Uh, margin department supervisor. What is a margin department supervisor that makes $74,845? So a margin department supervisor is a great example of a high paying job you can earn with on the job training and minimal education requirements. Margin department supervisors oversee a company's credit department, manage customer credit accounts, and approve or deny credit to customers. So um, on a high scale, they're pretty much on the opposite side. So that is why I feel that credit repair is really, really important, folks, because you never know when you might need it just for something simply so you can beat up the margin department supervisor. So folks, uh, to wrap it up here, we went over uh, jobs that are paying right now. We had discussed for the uh, real estate, top five ways to get into it. Uh, we also discussed about from bad credit uh, badcredit.org in regards to if credit repair companies are even worth it and will they help you? Yes, yes, they will. And then last but not least, uh, first thing that we talked about was uh, getting rid of stress and anxiety. So folks, be blessed, stay calm, be safe as always. And, you know, things will get better. Things are getting better as it is because you have another day on this uh, beautiful earth and uh, beautiful world that we live in right now. So folks, stay blessed. And as always, as always, stay blessed, my fellow millionaires. Have a good one.